Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Idiot Box Podcast. We are your favorite idiots, and we're here to talk about Bachelor in Paradise. They gave us two episodes this week. Please say hello to my co-host, Hannah. Hi, Audie. And Adam. Aloha. Mm, My name is Ray. In case you care, I doubt you do. But (laughs) let's just go right into this because... Like I said, we had two episodes this week, so it was a lot to watch, a lot to go over. Um, We're going to start with our three words. Adam, what are your three words this week? Boom. Starting off hot. My three words are nothing is guaranteed. Romeo, then Jill a hundred times. They did say that a lot. Nothing's guaranteed in paradise. You know, as soon as you think there is a couple that's like locked in, you have no idea what's coming. Um, And I love it. it. these two episodes really showed me that, that like you can't guarantee anything on this show. So Nope. Nope. So good. What about you, Hannah? Mine, my three words are dedicated to Miss Genevieve. America <laughs> feels you. <laughs> that was my favorite part of the whole show. Mess. I just wish America could feel how I feel right now. Oh, I'm their yeah. sister. That was I'm so their funny. sister. America we feels yes. Every, she is every inch of your anxiety this <laughs> week, baby. Um, my three words are hot ass mess because. From top to bottom, both episodes were just hot-ass messes. I don't know what this show is anymore, and I'm kind of loving it. It's a full-blown comedy this season. They're not even, like, trying to pretend like this is normal or that these people are actually here to find love. They are leaning into the crazy. Um, And that leads us directly – I'm sorry, actually, let me pause and rewind – we're going to go into Adam Ass because we have so much to talk about that we, we, we don't want to forget about it. Adam, give it to us. Let's get this damn trivia over with, right? Right? Please, uh, I hate it. I'm kidding. Favorite segment. Everyone's favorite segment. Um, mm-hmm. Welcome to Adam Asks. Welcome to Adam mm-hmm. Asks, the trivia-based segment where Adam makes the rules and the points clearly matter. I'm your host, Adam. Currently, the standings are Hannah, nine points, Ray, 11. Uh, this week, we're going to see if anybody can take the lead <laughs> so here. So embarrassing. Um, we are going to go. Everybody's going to get asked the same question. Whoever says the answer first wins, Okay. Um, once you guys, if you guys can't start getting the answer, you don't know, I will then give multiple choice, but we'll see if you can get it. Okay. That. Um, I don't know right. if I'm going to know Vic- anything this episode. Vic- Victoria, <laughs> you guys watched it recently, so you should. Uh, Victoria, when she saw James and Aaron come on the beach, said she wanted to have this many boyfriends. 14. Yep. 14 is the answer. Fuck Good yeah. job, right? All I don't right. know how I remember that. It. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I hate All myself. Right. Who said this quote in episode two about Kira? Unfortunately, my love language is tacos, so I don't think I think she's too Casey. Much. Casey, I heard Hannah first. Oh damn! Okay, good job, good Raymond. job, Hannah. Thank All right. you. Good job, Hannah. This one might I take you a second first. to think about. Not not including not including Wells. Jesse Palmer or Jared, and I forgot her name, her, his wife. Ashley. Not including those four people, how many people are on the beach at the end of episode three? How many total? 21. Oh. It's not 21. Two, four. No, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20. 20. The 20. answer is 20. The answer is 20. Who got it? Because I, Hannah, it Hannah, sounded like. I heard Hannah. Oh, damn. Yeah. Okay. I heard me too. Well, I, mean- I heard me too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. There's a bit of so delay. I'm not gonna lie. There's a bit Hannah. of a delay. Me and Adam are right. on the Four same the wavelength, so you're on your own yeah. delay. That's right. not my problem. Ray, like, Ray's still in the lead, so you're good, Ray. You, you still, you know, but it is tighter now. Ray, twelve. Hannah, eleven. Thank you for tuning into Adam asks. Tune in next week to another episode of Adam asks. I was failed by technology. That's what I want to be very clear uh, here. Sounds like a problem, not a weak problem. I said Casey the moment you started speaking. So I hear a lot of whining. Okay. And isn't it interesting now how I don't think there's a delay at all? Fucking rude. You know what's really interesting is that thankfully this is recorded, so we will be able to see who the true winner is when we play it back. And you will see that it is We have the receipts, right? I'm delayed and so I'm hearing it later. But whatever, Uh, it's cool. I just hear excuses. Let's move on. Let's All right, let's get into the most traumatic moment ever. And it has to probably be my favorite moment in the history 
of this show, maybe, maybe television in general. I'm not quite sure. Amen. It's the story. It's story time with Wells. Um, again, Wells is the bartender. Oh God. (laughs) He's the bartender of paradise. And the way this all started is our good friend, Lace, some may call her loose. We're unsure. She goes into her cabin and she finds a suitcase that reads Sally. Now who's Sally? Sally is a girl who was on Clayton's season of The Bachelor. Um, she didn't even get out of the limo. Technically. She barely was even on it. She didn't get out of the limo because she had just broken up with her fiancé. And I, yes, I said fiancé. I believe it was a month prior. And so she wasn't quite ready, obviously, to then date someone for another engagement. Crazy, right? Um, so she goes to Clayton. She decides to leave. He tries to ask her to stay, which was really weird of him. And then mm-hmm. she leaves anyway. So that's who Sally is. So Sally's suitcase is found in Lace's room. Lace then goes down to the beach, goes to the other girls who are in the room and are like, hey, something's, something's in our room. It's weird. The girls go in. They see the suitcase. They're like, Sally? Sally's suitcase? And they open it because that's what you do to other people's luggage. You open it naturally. And I was they like, what find- are you doing? Like, it was he really her weird. belongings. It was really weird. It they had to be a producer's. Found, absolutely. Yeah. They found uh, a vibrator. They mm-hmm. found hair extensions. They found a waffle iron that apparently the girls gave to her at the Women Tell All that we did not actually mm-hmm. see the part where Sally was there. But she apparently was there. And they gave her a waffle iron for her engagement gift, which is a really shitty engagement gift, if I'm being honest. Um yeah. And then they all go down to the beach and go to Wells, and they're like, we found this girl's suitcase named Sally. And why is it there? Is she coming? Is she here? And then Wells goes and tells the best story that has ever been told. And I believe Adam is the only one of us who could pay attention and write down at the same time. So I have transcribed I have transcribed <laughs> the so entire tired. thing. So I'm gonna read it over. I'm gonna try to do it fast because it's long and we don't have time on, on this podcast. So it is a word picture. This, it is through This it. is the saga of Sally's suitcase. Sally was engaged beforehand. She showed up, never even got out of the limo. She wanted a second chance at love, but we were a little apprehensive because she never even got out of the limo the first time. So we sent a producer to make sure that she got on her flight. A paradise Sherpa, if you will. She, got to, she gets to Sally's house. She texts her, I've got a huge surprise for you outside. Come outside. Come outside right now. Sally texts back, I can't. I have explosive diarrhea right now. <laughs> Meanwhile, Genevieve, Genevieve says, are you fucking kidding me? Lace says, well, this is too much information. Wells, hear me out. Let me tell the story. So she bangs on Sally's door. The door opens. It's going to be Sally, right? No, it's a man. Wait, it gets better. The man yells, Sally ain't here. The producer is like, what is going on? So she immediately texts Sally. She's like, dude, I'm here to get you to paradise. Get your ass home right now. Four hours later, she shows up at the hotel where the producer is. I really want to go to paradise. I'm really ready. Producer, okay, great. Are you packed? Sally, no. Producer, what do you need to do? Sally, I really want to go see my ex and talk to him. So she goes to the ex's house. It's a freaking mansion. (laughs) Sally says, listen, if he sees you in the car, he's going to freak out. So you need to get in the back. The producer gets in the back and Sally goes, no, not in the back. You need to get in the trunk. So the producer gets in the trunk. This is real. I am telling you, this is all Wells saying this. I'm just reading it. Uh, So she gets in the trunk. Sally says, don't worry. It's going to take 10 minutes and I'll be back. So she closes the trunk. 10 minutes turns to 20. 20 minutes turns into an hour. An hour turns into two hours. Turns into three. Four hours later, Sally emerges. She opens the trunk. She says, So he's no longer in love with me and he wants me to go to paradise. She's even more upset. Okay, wake up the next morning. Sally's in. She's going to paradise. They get her packed up. They get to the airport, check in through security at the gate. All of a sudden, Sally's on the phone crying. It's her ex. The lady who worked there was like, you need to board. Sally's crying. Two women yelling at each other. Are you boarding or not? Make a decision. Stay with someone who has said they don't love you or maybe go to paradise and maybe find your person. Sally is frozen. Gate agent is like, we got to go. Producer gets on the phone. Sally does. Or plane. Sally does not. So that's the story of how Sally didn't get to paradise. <laughs> Jesus effing Christ. I have never Good been more proud of you in my entire life. Oh, that was so well like done. 
Oh, and that the whole time Wells is telling this story to us, Wells oh, is yes. dressed up <laughs> as the producer, as a woman, and then some man that I don't recognize is dressed up as Sally in this ugly wig and dress, reenacting the whole event. It and it was it was gorgeous. I, I've never been so enraptured in my life. I couldn't, I couldn't look take away. my eyes off. Exactly. It was, it was like the, a train wreck. I, honestly, guys, if you don't watch this show, it's fine. Go and find that clip and watch it for yourself because <laughs> yes. it's some of the best television I've ever seen in my life. It's and so funny. And then meanwhile, after, you just see a shot of Kira and they're all asking, like, where'd the vibrator go? Where'd the vibrator go? And Kira oh oh is God. closing the door to the boom boom room. To the boom boom room. In this, like, boom I'm boom not gonna room. Lie, really hot, like, lingerie. And she's holding the vibrator and she winks at the camera and she closes the door. Good I for was her. Like, oh, this is amazing. And- and then they play, and then they like play like vibration sounds, like as they like uh, show like a landscape of the beach. So fucking funny. Oh, the the producers so and editors are working overtime. They do not get paid enough. I know they don't get paid enough because they no. did some like shit this, this episode, point, the last two episodes. Yeah, like at this point, it's just like it's like camp almost. Like it is like they are <laughs> yeah. leaning so far into the absurd like just craziness that it's like you cannot look at this show with the lens of like a normal reality show. Like they are no. doing everything they can to be as stupid as fucking possible. And I love it. What's so irritating? I completely agree with you. I completely agree with you. What's so irritating is that if you look on Twitter, you look on Instagram, people are taking this like so seriously. And I oh just like, God. I miss the days of reality television, probably prior to social media, where people were just so stupid and insane and, and dumb and made all the poor decisions because they didn't care about what people thought about them because they they didn't really ever have to worry about backlash. But now people That's are so worried about backlash. People are. And, and people are also so easily embarrassed that like yeah. everyone who get, the cast now too is like calling out the show because they're like embarrassed when it's like guys it's all a joke like that's the point this show if you go with it yes like if you laugh with it you'll be yeah exactly you'll be a part of it it's more fun that way like it's a show We'll get we'll yeah. get to Ashley I later, but I, I since we're kind of talking about this, she's the perfect example of someone who like looked ridiculous on reality television for like several years, but she was in on the joke. Like she they they would take, like have her just crying her eyes out, bawling like episode after episode. But she like took it in stride, and like she's still like thriving in like reality TV and in like the entertainment world like have fun guys that's my message to you that none of you guys are going to listen to have fun with the fucking show now someone who is having fun with the show is Miss Genevieve because this man this woman no. is this woman is a this mess woman. <laughs> this woman is a mess so Genevieve and Justin we talked about them last week they we're kind of coupled up. It's been a day, by the way, guys. By the time we're episode two and three yeah. take place over the course of two other days. So it's like it's been literally a day at this point that they have hung out and liked each other, quote unquote. For Genevieve, and, it's been like a month in her head. Yes. And at the end of last week's episode, Victoria F. was coming down to the beach. So we see that. And the person she chooses to take on the date is Justin. And Genevieve loses her fucking mind. Like absolutely off the rails she's so upset justin talks to her before she leaves i'm sorry before he leaves to go on the date with victoria and we'll get we'll get to their date in a second um and but when he leaves genevieve is like well if he decides that he wants to talk to both of us then i have to be done like mind you guys this is day two they have known each other for 24 hours maybe if that (laughs) if that um she said that if he wants to try to figure out between the two girls that he's taught that he likes, if he if, who he wants to choose, after only twenty four hours, she is going to stop talking to him. <laughs> that is that is that is how her brain works. She literally said, "I'm going to lose Justin." She literally said to the camera, "I'm going to lose him, baby. <laughs> you've had him for a soft eight hours. Like you're not losing <laughs> him. Like it is just." He is he is existing in the same space as you. That is all that's happening right now. Um, 
I listen, Genevieve, Genevieve, Genevieve girl. She did tweet. Okay, I'll give her this because I was sitting here watching this. Like, this bitch is insane. Like, to where I was just having like tune her out at some parts. So I was like, I can't take this anymore. She did tweet. <laughs> One second, it's making me laugh. She said, I understand I knew him for three days, but it always feels like longer when you spend all day and night with someone. Okay, bitch. But watching it back, I was for sure unwell. <laughs> like, we love a self-aware queen. She was very unwell. Yeah. That was just unhinged behavior. The sobbing. Unhinged. Then the like, I don't care. I don't even care about him. And then the, the oh my God, so good. I genuinely could not keep up with it. I was very confused. I was like, what is going through this girl's head? Like one second, she wants things to, like she wants him to be all over her. And, but then the next, like the second there is an ounce of doubt in her head that he wants her, she's done. She's like, I don't want to be an option. I don't want to be one of two. I want to be the one. If he has to even think about another girl, I don't want it. And that's not healthy. Like you have to let him explore that if he wants to. So I, Genevieve, we'll see how this goes, but mind you it was oh. also her birthday when he so they so when he, take, he goes on the date with victoria we're gonna go and get into the date with victoria in a second but when he gets back from the date it's basically midnight and so midnight on her birthday and so he basically He's has like, to tell oh. her that he wants to pursue both him both her and victoria um on her birthday he to his credit, he spoke to the producers. He got her birthday cake. It was mostly vanilla with a little bit of chocolate. I think the frosting was chocolate. Doesn't matter. But it was like her favorite I type of like, cake. I was like, what? He yeah. said, like, she doesn't like chocolate. And then I'm looking at a cake that's just chocolate. It was so much oh chocolate. I was so confused. <laughs> I was like, what? It's, it's complicated, just like Genevieve. <laughs> I love so, It has layers. <laughs> it has oh, layers. Like, a, like an onion. Like an onion. Like, like an, an onion. ogre. <laughs> um, and so... She, he like he like got her a cake and like she's saying to him that she doesn't feel validated by him and that he's not putting in any effort. And it's just very confusing when like the and man literally got your birthday cake. cake. He's yeah, he was staring at the he cake the whole time. And then she just goes, ah, ah, she like jumps. She like jumps because she thinks there's like a crab or something. And and he's like, yeah. No, I'm just looking at the cake. I'm just looking at the cake that I <laughs> yeah. just got you. <laughs> I, so I wrote down some of the quotes from that little conversation. The yes, post, yeah, give it to Victoria, us. Justin date. Ju- so Justin takes a whole hour before he goes and talks to Jen, which is criminal for Miss Genevieve. <laughs> also, I'm going to not call her Genevieve because that's just such a mouthful. I'm going to call her Jen moving forward. I started writing down G on my on my notes, to be honest. <laughs> So it, did I. Correct helps me out. <laughs> I just can't. Genevieve is just too much. So now it's her birthday. Justin says to the camera in front of Jen, this makes me feel uncomfortable. Jen goes, Justin then goes, it's tough. I know you don't want to hear that, but like, how are you feeling? And so Jen goes, he says just nothing. He's just like, I'm uncomfortable. I know you don't want to hear that, but like, how are you feeling? Jen goes, I'm checked out after that. And Justin goes, are you for real? And then now they just start fighting and they're bickering. And they're like, Jen's like, I need reassurance. Justin's like, I uh, I gave you all the reassurance that I could possibly give. And then Jen's like, I don't think I'm what you want. Justin goes silent. Doesn't say anything. So silent. Jen's like, how can you not know? How can you come back from this date and not know if you want me or her? Like, how? And then Jen goes to an aside and it's, she's in, she's in a a little, you know, room by herself, goes to the camera. She looks at the camera dead in the face with her whole chest. She says, ew, heartbreaks are the worst. (laughs) Bitch, you knew this man for a day and a half. (laughs) What? What? I don't remember that. Oh my god, that's so funny. It feels like she a whole a conversation mess. happened that we didn't hear at the beginning of that. Like, no, I don't they, even think. They it, were I don't. I think she's. I don't even think it happened. Like, I think Justin just was saying. like sitting like, there, just like I'm uncomfy, <laughs> and then Jen's looking at him expectantly, and so he's just like, "I'm uncomfy. What do you want to say?" <laughs> like, oh my god, they handled uh, it was like a fever dream. 
it was I, I wrote this down i was like they have a toxic relationship like they don't oh, yeah. bring out the best in each other like she makes him like he's the most chill person ever and she brings out a side of him that is just like full of anxiety <laughs> like it is yeah. really really bad um so and justin did go on a date with he's still trying so i mean uh Justin did go on a date with Victoria um, and it went really well. They actually had great chemistry. They were kind of drinking each other laugh. They, 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 they bonded over having like um, really good senses of humor because they are both really funny. And they like went to a waterfall and, and were having a grand old time. So I get why they like each other. I think that they could have been a match potentially, but we'll talk about what happens with Miss Victoria later. I still don't Let's get it. Get- <laughs> Let's get into our girl, Kira. I just put Kira going crazy under the under the notes um, because there's just I wanted us to go in order by the episode, but there's Kira sprinkled throughout bits of bits of crazy Kira sprinkled throughout. Um, It's great. It's it's phenomenal. So, Hannah, what do you have to say about it? So we start with Kira with this episode. So she takes we know she takes the vibrator she's doing all that weird shit but let's go back to some other things so she starts out by saying to shanae um the boys are weak ass like they're all lame little bitch boys and then shanae's like "Mm, sister maybe don't be so forceful like you're kind of you kind of come on a lot strong you know when shanae is saying that to you Shanae's <laughs> giving <laughs> advice. When Shanae's giving you advice that you need to chill the fuck out. Justice for Shanae. Potentially, there's something wrong with you. Potentially, like allegedly, Kira. Truly love her. I I'm vibing with Shanae. I'm Team Shanae. <laughs> Continue. Sorry. I'm Team Shanae all the way. Um, that rhymed. Um, and then we cut to Mr. Casey. Um, Casey, who is our grocery store Joe of the season? Not in hotness level, but in the narrating what the fuck is going on. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, he's our little gossip fair. monger, and I love he's it for him. Such a gossip. So, he's such a gossip. So Casey Goss is talking queen. to Michael, gossip queen Casey. So Casey is talking to Daddy Zaddy Michael, and he goes, Kira is fucking crazy. She grabbed my dick, then she started rubbing my nipples, then she told me her love language is fucking. Kira is too much for me. I need a good girl. Real quick, I think he said anal, because later in the conversation... Oh, shit. Oh, her love language is anal? I think he said anal because he kept being like, he kept being like, he kept being like, you know, it's not for everyone. He kind of made it seem like it wouldn't be something that like normal people would do all the time. And so that's why I thought fucking too. It's weird. I think he was saying anal. Okay, I believe you because I must have missed that though, but Casey's scared. Casey just needs Kira to show him the ways. (laughs) But like, poor Casey. You sell his vibrator. You can borrow it next in the boom boom room. Sorry, continue um, your lines on him. I apologize. So that was the most. That was the gist of Casey going after Kira. So Kira thought she might have had him for a minute, but he set her free. Um, I'm trying to think what she does next. It just keeps getting weirder from there. Um, She's like really so drunk later in the episode. I don't remember much in between that, but I remember at the end her really going for Jacob. With the like mm, the palm fronds, Jane, her, yeah. Her, we can we can talk about that when, when we get to the rose the rose, uh, the rose ceremony, ceremony cocktail party you got part. It, yeah, boss. <laughs> <laughs> not boss, <laughs> but yes, Kira's Kira's given us Kira's given us everything we need. Um, R.I.P. to her. I'm sorry, I just gave that away, but R.I.P. to Queen Queen Kira. R.I.P. Um, bye, bye. Um, let's get to Zaddy Michael and Sierra because. They are fucking adorable, and I don't know if they last, but I really want them to. They are the I wrote down that they are the only people on the beach having actual conversations because Real everyone else on that beach yeah. will be like, "I really think we vibe." Um, I really think that like I like your sense of humor, and like for some reason, I like I see a connection, and then they just start making out. Whereas like Michael yeah. is like talking. Sierra about his like genuine real feelings like his fears of like dating after his wife passed and like like real shit and like Sierra said like something so beautiful to him she was like it wasn't like very eloquent when she said it because she was kind of nervous I think talking but she was like 
when you, if, just because you whoever is lucky enough to be with you at the end of this like is not a replacement for your your Laura. your past wife your your ex-wife or not ex-wife I'm sorry your wife who passed like they are not a replacement for her and like he like loved that and like it was it was real genuine human to human like connecting and I loved it and the show needs more of it it's not gonna get more of it but I'm team Sierra and Michael what did y'all think and they're sweet they're cute <clears throat> I do love though love yeah yeah, I do love though that like um, Michael's like Sierra is an old type of love. She's so mature. But then at the beginning of the conversation, and it's a Sierra like a sign. She's like, Michael's a zaddy. He's a zaddy. <laughs> she literally goes Z A M Zam zaddy. Like so, so good. Funny. Granted, he Sierra can be multifaceted. Yeah, and she she can have her different angles, and like an angle can be the fun young girl and the old type of love soul angel queen can, but that just made me laugh out a of lot inside of michael i'm sure and i think he needs yeah so. i love yeah. them i hope they last next we have an unexpected um little romance between shanae and logan and whoever this Haley girl is is upset because logan oh, doesn't Haley. notice her or, or like yeah, her what? or have any interest in her so I wanted to ask this. So before when we start to see more of like the Logan and Shanae love story, Haley comes in as she does. She's like a little mosquito. <laughs> just really <laughs> loves to hang out. Um, so Haley is devastated, heartbroken, just losing her mind because Shanae is taking Logan from her. I have no memory of Haley and Logan ever even speaking. I was going to say the exact same thing. I was so confused. Like, and then when I want to get into the Shanae and Logan sweetness, but before we get into that, because they go on like, there's a date, we'll get there. Haley decides that she's going to pull Logan, okay, and confront him. I forgot about this. They're going to confront him about their their connection being lost. So Haley goes up to Logan. She goes, like, can we can we talk? And you can tell Logan's like, who the fuck is this bitch? Like, I don't even know <laughs> who Logan. this is. You be Haley, I'll be Logan. <laughs> okay. Hey, Logan. Hey. Um, can we go talk? Can I pull you for a minute? Yeah, yeah, sure. So then she says, I wanted to pull you, but I didn't want to interrupt. I'm in my shell a lot of the time. You're, you're, Do you know what he says what? next? You're in like, a, well, what did he say? Oh, you're shallow? You're, you're in shallow you're water? Shallow. <laughs> you're shallow? What? You're shallow? She has to explain. And then, <laughs> no, I'm in my shell. I'm shy. I'm in my shell like a crab. You mean like a turtle. And then Logan's like, no, you mean like a turtle, right? She's like, no, I mean like a snail. And I think Logan was like, yeah, so like, uh, you know, you feeling good about some of your connections out here? I don't know. I stopped quoting it. And Haley was like, Haley was like, yeah, definitely. And then it just, they just stopped talking. And then at one point they just started staring at each other. And then I was so confused. The whole scene was incredibly awkward. And Logan was making it very clear that he was not interested in this girl. And I I genuinely felt bad for Haley because Haley could not tell. And then Haley goes, I'm not good at reading guys or red flags. It's like, (laughs) Haley, (laughs) Logan just made it abundantly clear that he wants literally nothing to do with you. He wouldn't look at you for the most part. He responded in grunts. (laughs) (laughs) Made you explain what you meant by like not being out of your shell. Like, (laughs) so good. It was really hard to watch. It was great. Um, yeah, but yeah. Logan and Logan and Sh- so uh, Shanae gets a, a date card, which destroys Haley because Haley knows that Shanae's going to ask Logan out on a date, and she does. And they go like dancing, like at a nightclub. It looked actually really mm-hmm. fun. Like the show never really has dates like that, but they just like looked like they were having a really good time. They were having drinks, like sitting like down. Like a normal date. Were, it's just a yeah. normal date. Yeah, like what you would actually do on a date. And Shanae was being, not, like, vulnerable, and, like, it was really, really, really sweet. Like, it was, yeah. I was, like, Shanae, I've, I have been, I said this last week, but I have been an avid Shanae supporter from the very beginning. 
And like this really, yes, since Shrimpgate, baby. I was, I was, I've been Team Shanae since the beginning of Shrimpgate. I was actually anti Elizabeth. That's neither here nor there. Um, I really, I I, I really think that like the way that she was characterized last season was incorrect. And I believe that the girls didn't like her. I believe that she rubbed them the wrong way. But like, I don't think like, we're seeing like a full spectrum person this this season and it is not just like her being an asshole like i think she's probably like more funny and i think sometimes people maybe take her as being like serious in moments when she's not being that serious like mm-hmm. and i think she's great and i like her and logan together even though i don't think it lasts um <laughs> but <laughs> um they, a they had a really good time her mind and people don't always like that but i think you know, Janae's kind of real. I think, do does she at times like to kind of cause drama? Maybe. Maybe. Absolutely. Like, it's fun for her. But, yeah, I mean, you know, I don't hate it. I think I, I think I did hate it on uh, Clayton season a little bit at times. Me too. But, um, but I think here, like, I don't know. She hasn't done anything wrong. I think she's just being her. I, I think the drama's about to start, but up till now, she's been fine. Yeah, I agree. Shanae also said that she it's hard for her to open up because she's been cheated on in all of her past relationships. So she has like a lot of like um, barriers up when it comes to dating. Um, Mm -hmm. But she says that Logan gives her the butterflies. So that's sweet. All right. Next, we have the return of Stagecoach. And (laughs) if you haven't seen, I think it's BIP six, the sixth season of the show. Um, Stagecoach was like a very big thing because a fan favorite from a past season of The Bachelorette, his name was uh, Blake. He hooked up with like two or three of the girls who ended up on the beach at Stagecoach, which is like a country music festival, question mark. Some, mm-hmm. Nothing I would ever go to. Um, but apparently Coachella on that country. trip, con- Coachella for country, he hooked up with like two or three people and then it got brought to the beach and it was this whole thing. So back to Sally. Apparently, Justin and Sally at Stagecoach were hitting it off, talking nonstop. He was ignoring. This is all according to Kira, by the way. This was the other Kira part that I forgot. Um, Kira said that he uh, he was like ignoring everyone else just to talk to to to, um, Sally. And so she's telling all of this to Genevieve, who we just talked about being a crazy nutso already. So this just like like round like wound up. Genevieve even more and when they mm-hmm. found Sally's suitcase Genevieve was freaking out being like is Sally coming to the beach is she gonna steal Justin from me is Victoria gonna steal Justin from me and so Stagecoach seems to always make its way back into the Bachelor franchise to ruin people's relationships in their lives and I can't we wait it. for it to do it next week because I think we're gonna get a little bit of a re- another return to Stagecoach next week if you know what I mean but we'll talk about that later next yeah. we have Fucking Romeo. Oh my god. What is he Good doing? God. Good what is his god. problem? Dumb ass little motherfucking Romeo. He's <laughs> like, so fucking Romy, stupid. Romy, no. Romy, no. <laughs> Me and Hannah were texting about this uh, like earlier today. Romeo is book smart and he is life stupid. Like he, yeah. he is why you shouldn't just be in the books all the time because like you miss out on like social cues and how to properly communicate emotional with other intelligence. people emotional intelligence like those are things that you need in real life and you becoming a mathematician at harvard um does not prepare you to properly yeah. communicate with women or people in general for that matter this man like is talking like jill and him are like hitting it off he literally told kira last week that he wants to pursue jill and we i I applauded him i was like okay he made a definitive decision good job romeo proud of you you nipped this problem in the bud immediately this week he just like creates his own problems for no reason and he is hitting it off with jill but then tells jill to go to the bar and he'll meet her there, I guess. And then he goes and takes Brittany to talk. It was weird. And yeah. Yeah. So it cuts to Romeo. He like has a little aside. He goes, so literally we are leading up to the minutes going into the rose ceremony and the cocktail party and stuff. Like we are, we are there. We are inching our way across. Cuts to Romeo. He goes, as much as I like Joe, I don't want to commit to a relationship. That's very different than what you said 24 hours ago, but okay, brother. So then he's like, I'm going to go talk to Brittany. 
So then he pulls Brittany. Is Brittany the girl that another girl said was like a stripper or something? An uh, escort, yes. 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 An escort. Okay. I, <laughs> I thought that. so, but I okay. Because I was like, I kind of feel like I know Brittany, but I don't. Um so Romeo pulls Brittany to a little beach couch and he says to her, I'm afraid if I don't talk to you tonight, I'm gonna lose my shot. Brittany looks at him like he has three hits and says, where are you at with Jill? Like, where the fuck is this coming from? Brittany's a girl's girl. Like, Brittany's a girl's girl. We love Brittany. Mm -hmm. Romeo says, I want to pursue something with you without devastating Jill. He then gives her the creepiest look I've ever seen a man give another human being in life. Like, it would have, it triggered my fight or flight. Like, I would have ran for my life at this man. And then he goes, are you open to that? Ew! What? Ew! Are you open to that? Weird. And like gave a weird, weird cheesy smile. And then he leans in before she responds and tries to kiss her. It was so weird. It was, and of course it was, she was, like swerves. She swerves. She swerved him so then, hard. So hard. And then I said goes, she did the best. She did her best Keanu Reeves impression <laughs> and did the Matrix. <laughs> Yes, Iconic. Literally, like, could not swear <laughs> fast enough. Um, then it cuts to Britney's aside, and she goes, that was the most awkward conversation I've ever had. If Romeo tried to give me a rose, I would tell him I'd rather get hit by a bus. <laughs> <laughs> so then, then Britney goes oh, to go yeah. tell Jill. Oh. She says... She goes and tells Jill everything that just happened. Like, bitch, you gotta go home get your man because he, he is a fucking dumb ass. Like, she gave it to him. Come her get word your man. <laughs> so then Jill is crossing paths with Romeo. He's hidden towards Jill to try to go get it back with his lady because he just missed hard with Brittany. And she's like, I don't want to talk to you. Romeo goes, <laughs> sure. Jill goes, what was that? Romeo goes, uh, Jill says, hurry up. Romeo, <laughs> we have to explore relationships and connections. Jill starts walking away. No, I don't want this. Romeo, um, oh I'm going to walk away now. And then Romeo starts bawling his eyes out. <laughs> bawling. Bawling. Look, look, Wells said it best, okay? He said, he said, well, he actually quoted Bill Shakespeare, William Shakespeare. And he said, a fool thinks of himself as a wise man, whereas a wise man knows himself to be a fool. And Romeo just doesn't have that awareness. Like, he doesn't understand. He just fucked up. And somehow he thinks he is the victim in this situation. So he's, like, kneeling down in the water, like, crying his eyes out. Like, and I'm trying to think while I'm watching this, like, what is his thought process here? What What is eating at him? Like... You just that made these all these are not decisions. Fair. Girls are mean. It, it girls are mean. It's genuinely so confusing. It doesn't make sense. Like the order of events. How does this lead to Romeo bawling his eyes out? I, I literally wrote down Romeo is now crying because he handled this like a dickhead and no one cares. <laughs> like literally everyone was no just like staring at him. Romeo for the next 20 minutes. Everyone was just like staring at Romeo, like crying in front of them. And it was really weird. <laughs> It was and then Haley like tries to console him, kind of, and then Romeo like started to talk. Yeah, and then yeah. Romeo starts flirting with her, and she was like, "I don't think that's no, that's not gonna happen." Like she's like, "No, I was good. really, I just oh, Romeo was all it. over the beach." All this is a perfect beach. time to slide into the um the cocktail party slash rose ceremony because it involves episode a lot two? of Romeo. Uh, this is episode two. Um, well, then before we get into episode two, can we just really quickly mention the intro to episode two, where we see Sally's suitcase in the intro with, <laughs> in a bikini? Like, like in a Thank bikini. you for remembering. I thought it was the funniest thing ever. Thank you for remembering so that. So shout that out to Sally's suitcase. Shout out to Sally. That was my. That was the best moment of my life. I literally I out it. loud, like cackled it. and like stood up during that moment. It was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow. Okay. Um, yes. So we the the second episode of the week um, opens with the cocktail party, and Romeo is literally still crying, like as if nothing happened um, in the past episode. Just still crying. Um, he's flirting with yep. Haley, like we said. Um, and uh, what happened? Hold on. And then he starts to focus on Jacob from there. 
Yeah, Jacob starts having the night about of his Romeo. life. Uh, well, Romeo oh. starts talking to everybody. Romeo goes to Kira. I'm going to cut all this out. Don't Romeo worry about that. Haley. Oh, yes. Romeo okay, I remember what I was going to say. Who else? Yeah. I remember what I was going to say now. He So Romeo decides to go to talk to like pretty much any girl who will talk to him and every yeah. single one of them is basically like i don't want your rose like Haley doesn't yeah. want his rose he tells jill he's like hey like could like how would how would you make you feel if, I, if you took my rose and he was like she was like i'll if you give it to me i want you to know that i'm not going to talk to you afterwards still she said she wouldn't take it she said she, she wouldn't take it oh she said she wouldn't she said explore right. other options and this door is firmly shut Yes. Yeah, she was like, I'm he, not taking that rose. Kira also then like said she that she didn't want his rose either. Like it was yeah. it was Fire. really and, he, and then they would just like flash in between, they would just be crying. Yeah, just like, him crying in different places. Just, it was just so good. Crying. He was a mess. <laughs> what a mess. Uh, yes, and then we get into Jacob. I'm sorry, Tarzan. I don't call him Jacob. Tarzan what did you guys have on Tarzan? His life. Like literally night having the night of his life. Every single girl coming up to him. And then ending up ending up in a makeout sesh. Like, <laughs> what? These girls really wanted Rose. So oh, bad. Yes, they they wanted it so bad. Yeah, yeah. So you had Haley, you what had and Kira, right? Like, Those were the three. And Lace. Yeah, Haley Lace. Right, Kira. right. I, I wrote everyone is attacking him with their mouths. <laughs> he liked it. He's having fun. He loved, he loved it. He had a great time. He loved it. And then Kira comes. Kira comes and pulls out all the stops. Okay, and she oh comes in God. and she's wearing, like I said earlier, these like leaves, these giant leaves <laughs> over her boobs and her her no no square. And she, <laughs> she walks in. I know she sits him down and she says, "Wait there, I have something." Blindfolds him. Right, right. And then she comes back dressed in that. And I guess they probably they make out right, and then mm-hmm. they have he had to her lipstick all over his teeth. It was so gross. Was so I'm confused gross. about Jake's thought process because I never, I didn't see him into. I mean, are we getting into the rose ceremony? I don't want to get into it yet. Okay, I was about to say who he picks, and we can get into that. Yeah, we'll say real who. Quick, I'm we were real quick ahead, when Kira was dressed up in her lettuce. Mm-hmm. Leaf outfit. Mm-hmm. Brandon goes. Brandon say, Kira looks like a lettuce wrap. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon's the that best. Made I love me laugh. Oh, that was so good. Oh. That was so freaking funny. Um, so yeah. The, also, he before was the hottest- we get into the rose ceremony, <laughs> real quick, right before the rose ceremony, Genevieve and Serene are sitting with Wells, and Wells. Um, it was someone's birthday. It was Genevieve's birthday, right? And someone mentioned it. And Wells was like, oh, is it really your birthday? Or is it oh, like yeah. Lace's birthday? Lace's birthday. And I heard that. And I was like, wait, this went right over Serene and Genevieve's Completely heads. Because we heads. saw them tweet out that they had just found out it was Lace's <laughs> birthday from the last episode. Yes. So literally Wells telling them this didn't mean anything to them. It went right over their nope. heads. I thought that was hilarious. Nope. Yeah. Um, and then before highlight. we get into the roast, oh wait, I'm probably gonna say the same thing. Before the roast ceremony, we talk about Justin, all of them, and then John. Yeah, we gotta talk about Justin and Genevieve had another oh moment. My. Yeah, and that was the about that. Was, oh, they did. They just had another moment. No, it was after the cake. No, it was after the cake. This is a whole another separate moment. Oh, okay. whole, you yeah, tell me. Because the I cake forget. was the night before. Cake was the night before. Oh. Now this is this is rose ceremony day. So Justin and Victoria, they chit chat for a second. They're just like, I don't know. No, this, this is, is like, cake. Are, you sure? are you sure, guys? Yes. Yeah, I'm positive. So then Justin and Genevieve get start talking, and Genevieve's like, Justin, I just want you to know, like that, like I. We just want to feel like I matter, pretty much. And then Justin's like, I talked to you before the date, after the date. I'm here is, now. Yeah. I don't know what else you want me to do for you. Beep, boop, bop. So then that's where they end things. So we don't really that's know where Justin's looks, That's when he looks at... That's when he looks oh. at the cake. He's right. And he he's says, right. This, this is the cake. This is the cake moment. Okay. Cake, whatever, whatever. Victoria's <sighs> watching them with the birthday whole thing. 
And this is what leads okay. Victoria to be like, hmm, I should go explore something else too. Yes. So Raymond, yes. take it away. What does Victoria go and do? So <laughs> what does she do? Queen Victoria. I'm sorry, she's not Queen Victoria. That's a different Victoria. She's but not Queen Victoria. Different Victoria. Icon Victoria, Gaslight Victoria. I don't know what to call her, but Princess I'm a big Victoria. fan. Um, she has a bright idea to start talking to other people, as Adam just said. And she had a little cute connection with Johnny when she first came onto the beach. He like called her perfect and stuff because he's a guy and she's hot and he just thinks that she's mm-hmm. hot. Um, and so she goes and talks to him and they have really good chemistry. They hit it off. And he had been the entire episode <laughs> talking to Hunter, our IBS queen. Um, oh and, Hunter starts seeing him talk to Victoria and she starts getting nervous because Victoria is super, super hot and doesn't have IBS. And so, (laughs) and so, um, and so, um, she's like worried and she should be because Johnny and Victoria like clicked immediately and I'm not surprised that she would be interested in the white boy rapper from West Palm Beach. That does not surprise me. That, that seems par for the oh course. Um, I did like that he started the conversation by asking where she's from because people don't really do that on the show very often. Um, and then he was like, oh, you a Southern girl. And she was like, oh, maybe. It was weird. <laughs> but I think that <laughs> was their version of flirting. And then he started making It was great. Yeah. Immediately. Immediately. So and then they take the us right ceremony. to the rose ceremony. Yes, at the rose ceremony, we have. Give me one second to find the list because I forgot already. I have the whole list. I have the whole list. Give it to us, Adam. All right. So first, Andrew goes up and he presents his rose to none other than Teddy. Rip. We'll talk about that later. Uh, mm-hmm. Brandon comes up, gives it to Serene. We got all the obvious couples first. We got Michael gives to Sierra. Logan gives to Shanae. Then we start getting to the ones where we're like, okay, we don't really know. Like, I think we all kind of expected Casey gives it to Brittany. I think we just kind of saw like last minute. And then we have uh, Jacob gives to Lace. Didn't expect that at all. Did not see that coming. Um, Nope. Didn't see that coming. Justin kind of pulls a wild card a little bit because I thought he was going to give it to Victoria. Gives it to Genevieve. Then Johnny gives it to Victoria. I was shocked. And then Romeo gives it to Jill as an apology. So, your list. Yes. Haley, Hunter, and Kira, goodbye. Rest in peace. R.I.P. Yeah. I'm going to really miss Kira. Haley and Hunter gave us something. Yeah. Brought the energy. Correct. All right. So then, the next morning, we have Bachelor in Paradise royalty. Aaron and James walking down to the beach, the biggest bromance to ever hit the beach. They literally left together last season because they did not find love. Um, they like one of them jumped on the other's back and rode off into the sunset. It was very, was very beautiful. gay. Um, their caption, right? Their caption says James and Aaron, bestie bros. In parentheses, that's fucking bros. funny. That is so funny. Well, they're they they are literally obsessed with each other. They have right. like a whole little mini skit. I think Adam has it for us. I have the quotes. All right, Aaron and James. Aaron, the new biggest facts of paradise are the boys are here, things are going to get elevated, and boy, it is good to be back, baby. James, you hear those waves, dude? Aaron, the waves smashing on the sand, going over it like butter on pancakes. James, when you're itching for the waves, Aaron, the only lotion is the ocean, dude. What the fuck? Jesus Disgusting, Christ. Disgusting, douchey I have no behavior. idea. Are they speaking pig Latin? Like, I don't know what that was. Like, <laughs> it was I so weird. hate it. I, I, I love note, it so much. I wrote a note that <laughs> they, oh, since since last year, they have gotten hotter and gotten douchier. Because I think they both look really good. Um, I won't oh, lie. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Aaron looks great. James he looks, looks like a serial huge. killer. I'm sorry. Oh, man. He changed his hair. He changed his hair. The hair's fixed it a little bit because his hair was creepy mm. before with it slicked back. Yeah. Still crunchy. Yeah. It's still very it's still crunchy. crunchy looking. But it's but it's a little, little freer. It's a little freer. A lot of um, hairspray. A lot, lot of hairspray. So they come together and they have a dual um, date card and they talk to a couple of girls. They only showed. Um, Aaron talking to the girls. They James is always a sidekick in this relationship. Right. We barely oh, see any James. Where's so James? Sad. It's so sad. Um, and 
So Aaron decides to take Genevieve on a date. Remember how Genevieve lost her fucking mind when Justin went on a date? And she didn't even talk to Justin before she left. She just fucking left. Um, yep. And James invites Genevieve's arch nemesis, Shanae, on a date. And I wrote down that the producers literally were like, James and Aaron, if you guys go on this speech, we need you to take Genevieve and Shanae on a two on a two on two date oh, because sure. Genevieve and Shanae were on a two on one date on their season of The Bachelor, and they just wanted to replay all of that and show us how much they hated each other, how much they fought. And Shanae was psycho in those in those um, the flashbacks. Like she was she was acting wild. I loved it, um, but. They go on a date. They do a two on two with Genevieve and Shanae, and they go to a pool party. It looked really fun. They've been. I like the dates this season so far. They're they're having they're having yeah. a lot of fun this time. And they were twerking. The boys were dancing terribly, um, and they were making connections. What did you guys think? It was fun. They did a chicken fight, limbo, taco eating contest. Thought the the dancing from Aaron and James was wildly erratic but funny uh, i loved it yeah i thought thought it was fun yeah it it. was all good i mean aaron looked like a cat throwing up when he was doing his like (laughs) one dance um and then what really made it extra spicy so not only did shanae and jen go on that two-on-one with clayton where one of them was sent home shanae then started a rumor at the women tell all (laughs) that genevieve hooked Mm. up with aaron the second she got off the show and that wasn't true. So it was just no. a little extra spicy that the four of them all went on a date together. Um, and then I really like that Justin was like, this is mad hypocritical and disrespectful of Genevieve to go on this date. Because um, it it's it's true. It's um, true. She didn't it's even true. talk to him. She literally, she should have brick that he did this. And then now she's just like, yeah, I'm going. But then also at the same time, treat people the way they treat you. So technically she didn't really do anything wrong. She didn't do anything wrong. It was her, her not talking to him before she left that yeah. I didn't like. It was that, that was he gave her that decency, and then she didn't. Yeah, the paper, so. exactly. Um, and then I the also thought was it was. Fun. I also thought it was funny that Genevieve and Shanae were getting along on this date. They were like homies, yeah. and just chatting it yeah. up. Yeah. Slap her ass. Yes. Yeah. Um, I said I want all four of them to end up together, and they want to be. I want them to be like a weird, like, like. Um, what's what do you call it? a four person couple? Quad couple? Couple? Sure. At, at that point, you'd probably call it a polyamorous <laughs> relationship. Yes, I want know? that for all of them because they're all kind of obsessed with each other. And I think it'd be funny that Shanae and Genevieve are going to be in each other's lives for the rest of their lives, essentially. That's so funny. Oh, and then so we, at this point, we thought Shanae and Logan were perfect for each other. Right. Well, yes. Shanae starts spilling the tea to James. She goes, this feels so effortless. And then Shanae's like, well, me and Logan, wow, we have a good, not great connection. But James makes you feel safe. And then they start making out. Um, and then Shanae's so like, I don't know like, where things are about Logan. And then she starts crying. Everyone's crying this episode. Everyone's crying. They're I, crying I, it made they're me... conflicted. And they're yes. <laughs> yes. That's exactly what it was right. with Shanae. She was, she was just like... She was so overcome with emotion because she was like, how do I even like one guy, let alone two? And like now I have to decide like if that connection that I had with Logan's even worth it because I really feel safe with James. It feels effortless. She said effortless like six times. It was a lot. I just um, I feel I feel like it, a lot of it's internal, like all this internal battle she's having, because at the end of the day, she said the same things that, about Logan that she did about. She James. did. She was like, she it did. makes me really comfortable. It's just so easy. Like I see it the more exact with James, same though. date almost. Yeah, sure, sure, absolutely. But like, I'm just listening to what she's saying. Oh no, you're 100 right. She said the so exact same like, words. <laughs> I think she just doesn't really know what she wants. And these guys, yeah. maybe they're both great guys. Like that can be true, you know. But yeah. she's conflicted because she doesn't know who to choose. Yeah. I think James I is a good match I hope for it's her. James. Yeah, yeah, I think Logan's a little young, and I think that James is, while he's a little stupid and douchey, he's kind of mature. And and like I remember last season, he when he was in Bachelor in Paradise, I was actually impressed by like how he handled situations. I think, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so yeah, I think that you know 
Why not it be James? I hope it's James. That I seems fine. I can't get over Logan's facial expression. It's that one facial expression. I mean, if you're listening, you can't see yes. me, but he's always like, he's like mouth open, like eyes wide. Like what's happening? I don't get the Logan love. Like I, I have no issue with him, like as a person for the most part. Yeah. But like, I don't, all the girls are like really into him. And I like, I just I don't see it. I, I, I He's genuinely like a don't see it. Guy. Chill guys, and he doesn't he give any does look like the Veggie Tail guy. It's exactly like the oh Veggie Tail, the green one. Yeah. So yes, everyone hits it off. It's great, and then a blast from the past. For some fucking reason, Ashley and Jared show up on the beach. Ashley, I, and Jared from BIP two and BIP three, and they and the show tried to tries to do this thing where they do revisionist history. They tried to convince us that Ashley, I, and Jared fell in love on the beach. I have been. I watched both of those seasons that they were on. Jared did not like her. Jared went out of his way to date every other girl that would date him besides Ashley I. They did go on <laughs> dates together, but he always left them being like, I don't like her. And then after the show ended and they were like talking in real life because they were friends, then they started actually dating and getting along and and then they they got engaged and now they're married and have a child together and like great for them i don't believe their relationship still confuses me to this day because i saw it on television and it didn't make any sense then so it doesn't make sense now but the show tried to convince us they fell in love on that beach and that is just simply not true it is it just didn't happen that way that's really funny no way as as someone who didn't watch that season i would have no idea like i thought they made it seem no. like these people left the beach engaged. They even showed us no. a clip of him proposing. That, so that happened years later. Years later, they came back to oh, the beach they and they really just and just to – I think it was – might have been last season or the season before. Um, maybe uh, – no, it, was, it probably was like three or four seasons ago. They came back to the beach. It doesn't matter when it happened. They came back to the beach and he proposed right. to her. So they did technically get engaged in paradise, but it was not while they were active cat. Like it wasn't while they were like – actually regular cast members on the show they, they did what they did this episode they came to visit the beach and then they what? got engaged yeah that's, that's shady crazy. of them to, to make me think that yeah Revisionist. she, she was crying every single episode over jared because jared did not want her the she show lied to everyone in my opinion i find she her was. very obnoxious I like her now that I like listen to her podcast and she's more normal, but she was a lot on the show. She, she, she was a lot. Um, but they came to the beach to like have alone time away from their kid and like give people advice. It was weird. They gave Jill a pep talk. They, they, Oh, they stirred up something in Teddy. They like asked Teddy how she felt about Andrew and Teddy kind of started spilling the tea that she's not quite sure how she feels about him. And then out comes yeah. Mr. Rodney, who Teddy had an interest in. Rodney talks to Teddy. Teddy, it makes Teddy completely question everything with Andrew. Because, like yeah. I said, I want to, I want to make sure that everyone knows. Because last week I called it out that you Andrew and it. Teddy had zero chemistry, zero you said chemistry. It. Um, you said it. And Teddy saw what I saw and realized that she had zero chemistry with Andrew and realizing just talking to to Rodney and how easy it was and how like they bounced back off of each other and just like she felt comfortable and close to him. And she talks about how in past relationships, she's usually much more touchy feely and like um, intimate and and she just affectionate that's the word i'm looking for and she just didn't feel that way with andrew um yeah. and so who wants to who wants to talk about the andrew and teddy conversation because oh hannah you got it um oh oh it was so just oofy um i didn't really pull any quotes so i don't know if you did for sure jump in um but pretty much after Teddy, like Grace had talked to Rodney, she is triggered. She immediately walks away from Rodney and goes and cries because she's so like unwell about her feelings towards Andrew. Because she keeps saying, she's like, he's so nice. He's so kind. Um, But I just don't want to like hang all over him. I don't feel that way about him. Like he doesn't really give me butterflies or like that like fluttery feeling. Um, So... 
Teddy goes and gets our boy Andrew and pulls him to a little cabana, little beach couch thingy. Um, and Teddy is like so emotional. She's like already crying and she's pretty much just breaking up with Andrew. She's telling him all the same things we just went over. Like you didn't do anything wrong. Like, I don't know why I don't feel this way. I came here for you. You came here for me. I want this to work, but like, I just don't feel it happening. And Andrew was such a king about it. He was so respectful, so kind. He was, he was nice like, yeah, like, I think a lot of guys would have probably been more like, <laughs> like, kind yeah. of shut off defensive. and like walked away and like got really defensive. But Andrew was just like, hey, I don't want you to feel like I'm forcing anything on you. Like, yes, I did come here for you, but like, if you're not feeling it, you're not feeling it. Like, it's your choice, up to you what happens next. Mm-hmm. like it's okay like he's obviously sad about it but he's not like making her feel bad about it also which i really respect so then um andrew goes back or andrew goes to sulk and just kind of you know be by himself teddy goes and cries some more um and then sister teddy decides that she's just gonna get on out of town to teddy Skedaddle. Sister Teddy just says, I'm done. I'm Irish. Goodbying these bitches. And so it cuts to a yeah. producer, an omniscient, um, um, what's the word? No. No. Omnipresent? That's when you have power. Oh, yeah, there we go. Um, producer who's like, you don't want to go say goodbye to everybody? And Teddy's like, no, I just went out. I just went out. So Teddy yeets on out of there. Um, and then it's like a whole Serene is like, where's Teddy? And then she goes to Wells and Wells is like, oh, yeah, no, she skedaddled out of here. Sorry about that. Jill is crying. Serene is crying. They're like going to like it is just it's crazy. But here's where Hannah's hideaway comes in. Raymond and saw a tweet mm-hmm. um, about how. Teddy somehow got out that producers are pretty much the reason why Teddy left. Um, mm-hmm. So let's see. Let's let's pull those up. So pull the tweets first up tweet, this. This is the T. So, yeah, the first one is, it's my understanding Teddy left because of producers um, in regards to her not wanting to be with Andrew. And then Teddy posted a Instagram where it was like her and like a doing something irrelevant she's posing um and teddy said something i'm proud of learning one leaving environments that are cruel to me and the people around me and two sticking to my boundaries no matter how many times people in authority try to cross them excited for this next chapter and what the rest of the year will bring so my theory is and we can we can spitball here is teddy and andrew both did say they wanted to meet each other when they came to the beach that's who like who they were there for so my guess is the producers really wanted this to be a successful couple. They wanted this to be an engagement. They really thought they could finagle this into being their next like lo- big love story. Mm-hmm. So when Teddy was like, skirt, skirt, chemistry is not really there. Like, yeah, I was really excited about him, but it's just not like clicking. I am assuming that the producers probably went to her and were like like what the fuck teddy like you're breaking andrew's heart like you said you wanted to be here for him we only brought you guys here both to meet each other and now you don't even want to be with him like why are you doing that like why are you being such a bad person like pretty much just probably like you know pecking at her to where she was like oh my god then i'll just go kind of a thing what do you guys think based off that probably happened i I would Uh, be surprised yeah, I, I completely agree with, with pretty much everything. I definitely think that they saw them being like kind of they wanted brand. They, they It's good to have like two couples that are like super secure. And I think mm-hmm. they thought it was going to be Brandon Serene and Andrew and Teddy. They gave them a date like super early on because of that. Like they wanted to like mm-hmm. make sure. I think it's similar to like the uh, remember Abigail and Noah last season. Like I think the producers really wanted that to work out too. It didn't work out on the yeah. beach, but then they started dating later on um, after the show ended. Life. Because um, laughing chemistry. Because sometimes you can't tell. Just because you think someone's cute doesn't mean you're going to have good chemistry with them. Correct. Uh, and I get, it's working out for them, I guess. They're still together. Whatever. Yeah. I never really saw it with them either. But... Um, I definitely think that that was kind of what they wanted. And like, 
to, to Abby Lenoa, they were together the whole time. Like they didn't, they were until the very end, pretty much is when they broke up. Um, it was very yeah. dramatic when that happened too. So I think that they were hoping for the same thing with Teddy and, and, and Andrew and Teddy realizing super early that she's not that into him kind of threw a wrench in that. And I definitely think they were trying to get her to stay to see if it, she, they probably were trying to push her, maybe not as aggressively as you were saying, they were probably trying to push her to give it another try with him. Yeah. And I think she could probably see that like there was no other way for her to be there and try with someone else because that's who they saw her love story with. And mm-hmm. so she did. Um, I do think even with all that said, I still think it was fucked up for her not to say goodbye to people when she left because like some of those people are her friends yeah. and like they, they kind of are just left to be like, is she even okay? Like she just, yeah. uh, what happened? So I thought, I still think Serena that that was a little pretty eaten up about it. Yeah. They were, yeah. Serena's like, she's one of my closest friends. And I know that like Jill, Jill, Teddy and Rachel, Miss Rachel Recchia are like really good friends. They were like besties oh. leaving Clayton season, <clears throat> the three of them. Uh that's why them trying to push Rachel and Gabby as best friends was bullshit to me because I already knew that Rachel was actually besties with Teddy and, and Jill. Um, and so I think that I think it was kind of fucked up for her to just leave <clears throat> and not like give her girls a heads up because now her girls are just getting yeah. worried about her instead of her telling them that, hey, this isn't a good environment for me. I need to dip. Like, I'm going to go. I'll see you guys after. She didn't do that, though. Um, it was a really weird sequence. She looked kind of like she had like a meltdown. And yeah. understandable if cause the environment sounds difficult, but you know, yeah. <coughs> happy for her that she chose herself over the show, though. If it was not going to be a healthy situation for her, correct. So, at the end of the episode, we are left with, um, and I know that some of these people aren't going to like stay together, but these are the people who, at, after the last rose ceremony, were technically together: um, Sierra and Michael, Serene and Brandon. Shanae and Logan. I know Shanae's not going to stay with him. G and Justin. I'm sorry, Genevieve and Justin. <laughs> um, Victoria and Johnny. Tarzan yep. and Lace. That's not going to work out. Um, Romeo and Jill. Jill hates him. And then Casey and Brittany for some reason because yeah, they really both haven't found their actual anymore. person yet. Yeah. And then we have our good old preview, which was jam packed. Um, do you guys have the breakdown for that? I know Jacob and Jill go on a one-on-one. Saw mm-hmm. that. They're um, naked. So weird. Brandon, Brandon and Serene have a one-on-one as well. A date. Sorry, date. Um, and Brandon talks about how he's falling in love with Serene. Uh, Insane. And I know, I, was it, I think it was Aaron who saw Genevieve and Justin kissing. And he said, mm-hmm. I, I don't want to. I, I just saw them kissing, man. I don't want to be in a love triangle. Uh, and then there's one more thing that happened that I missed. Does anybody, did anybody get it? Um, Sinead dumps Logan and Miss Sally and her suitcase yeah, are coming Sally. to the beach. She's definitely yeah. here. She's coming. I'm excited for it. She made it. She got over the yeah, diarrhea. That's it. good. Yeah. Good for her. And also, also, Lace is pursuing Rodney next, next episode. Yeah, that's so weird. And to circle back to Brandon and Serene and their little one-on-one that we're going to see, this is why I can't take Brandon seriously. Because they've been there for maybe five days. And this man is like, I'm falling in love with you. After on the only one-on-one date they've ever had, he's just too much for me. Like, I don't believe him. and And I'm not even saying he's, like, lying. I just, like... I don't believe him. Like, I don't believe that he's falling in love with Serene. How was he falling in love with Serene? We've barely seen yeah. him. This is going to be the fourth episode. And he's saying, I'm in love with you. Like, yeah. it's so in, again, real time, it's, so, it's probably been so five Brandon. days, maybe six. Yeah. He was, he was so obsessed with Michelle and now it's Serene. And, you know, one day it's going to be somebody else. I don't know. I mean, you know, he's, he's a lover boy. What he does. I'm not a fan. It's a pattern. He doesn't do it for me. No, so, he right, doesn't guys. do it for me either. This was a long one. Thank you for listening. Please follow it. us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at IdiotBoxPod. Goodbye, everyone. We'll see you again for another two episode because it's going to be a lot. Good. Au revoir. Bye.
Bye. Peace out. Bye. 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 Bye